Dinobot in his robot far- farm <laughs> form. His, his robot, robot farm. farm. <laughs> Maybe that's what he does. He's like Thanos. He just wants to go off and farm by himself. Oh, in peace. oh. <laughs> that that'll be what he does when he's not fighting polar bears and <laughs> riding William. <laughs> riding William. That sounds like doing some sort of drug. Hey man, when's the last time you rode William? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just over here riding the willy. <laughs> you ever ride free willy, man? <laughs> it's what, magical. What? It's magical, man. You like put your hand up and he he, he jumps over you. It's great. Too much energy. What's up, Autobots? It's yet another episode of Too Much Energon. If you're just tuning in, this is a podcast where we review every episode of the 90s animated show Beast Wars, in production order, starting from the first. If you're not new to the show, hey, welcome back. I am one of your hosts, the intrepid NeoCal. And I am one of your other hosts, the Christopher Conundrum. Ooh. You got me beat there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, For new listeners, I am the other host, Christopher Siege, and this is Too Much Energon. This week on Too Much Energon, we are reviewing the 13th episode in production order, Victory, which was the 12th episode in U.S. broadcast order. So this week's episode and last week's episode just switched for... You know, yeah. whatever reason. Yeah. Yeah. For funsies. For funsies. They were like, it's Trade Z Day. Yeah. Uh, this episode originally aired on November 1st, 1996, which at the time uh, we're recording this is almost exactly, I think we are exactly one week shy of. Of the uh, 25th? Of 24 years. No. 24 little, years. A little over a week. Hmm. So, mm-hmm. that means anyway. we are in 2020, watching Beast Wars, ladies because, and gentlemen. Because what else are we going to do in 2020? <laughs> Watch Beast Wars and reboot. If you're listening to this, you know, like 30 years from now, first off, thank you. Second, why? <laughs> first Third, off, thank you. Second, are we still alive? <laughs> uh, plot twist, we are the ones listening to it in 30 years. Us and only us. <laughs> us and only us. Be like, remember okay that, that that time I'm... we did that thing. <laughs> I'm okay with that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, victory. Uh, the episode begins inside the dark side with a pan around shot of a energon crystal in some sort of device that is shooting like laser beams at it, and the crystal is like all shifting and fluctuating and Megatron's all like looking at it being like, yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Trying to give it words of encouragement, you know? Yeah. It's growing the crystal. Yeah. And the crystal's like changing shape and Megatron just looks like he's about to jizz in his pants over this. (laughs) And then, and then it blows up. Yeah. 
And yeah, he goes, no. <laughs> he goes, no. <laughs> and he, he orders Terrasaur to get him another Energon crystal. And Terrasaur is basically like, no, fuck you, Megatron. You're wasting all of our Energon. You're not my real dad. <laughs> yeah. And uh, for some reason... Get your own damn beer, dad. <laughs> I'm sick of this. When you turn 16 and you tell your dad to fuck off. <laughs> yeah basically and for some reason the other lackey predacons i think it's like waspinator and scorpion agree with pterosaur yeah which is weird it's strange to see uh scorpionok uh going against megatron yeah so so right away like even child me was like hold up what is this (laughs) this is weird yeah uh, but and now we we're... zoom out, and we it re- it it reveals that it, what's happening is actually like the Maximals looking at a monitor, all huddled around like a like a twelve inch monitor on the ceiling. <laughs> yeah. So presumably the the Maximals have some sort of spy camera on the Predacon ship. Hmm. Which we uh, don't know how that happened, but <laughs> hey. One of the one of the many adventures between episodes. I mean, every yeah. episode is a week, correct? So we, yeah, we we've we've settled on this. We are now they've now been on the planet for thirteen weeks. <laughs> so <laughs> off off screen, uh, they mentioned that uh, Rat Trap had a sneaky mission to plant the camera. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, that sounds more interesting than whatever's going on now. <laughs> Wait, why why can't we watch that episode? Because we've already had like three rat trap infiltration videos. Yeah. Uh, the the part where Waspinator has his fisticuffs up and he's like, <laughs> Waspinator wants to fight now. Oh. I'm like, okay. This is this is uh Shakespeare in the park. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> so something's up here. Yeah. And as and, if they're reading from lines, uh, Megatron is like, you will regret this rebellion, Pterosaur. Yeah. I mean, okay, so how many times has Pterosaur tried to overthrow Megatron? Where's the repercussions? Thank you. I, I said that when I was watching this. I'm like, what? Is this like the fifth time? Why are there no repercussions? It's like, motherfucker's just going to keep doing it unless you like put your foot down. You've been a bad boy, Pterosaur. <laughs> Yes. Now, <laughs> now, take, <laughs> now take my 12-inch heel onto your face and like it. Yes. Yes, I like it when you beg. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> anyone watching has definitely, anyone watching with us has definitely noticed that Megatron has fabulous heels. <laughs> yeah. They're they're almost shaped like a like a an assault rifle gun magazine. Like they kind yeah, of like curve and they're they're black, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like an M sixteen magazine or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah. It's very it's it's fabulous. Yeah. He he's got style, what can I say? He's this very so, he's this very like regal color of purple. Yeah. Yeah. Add it gives him some more height. Not that yeah. he's not already the tallest. 
the tallest robot on the planet. I was about, I was about to say, like, not even tall as Predacon. He's probably the tallest uh, Transformer, period, on the planet. Y- yes, definitely. And I, I can understand that now, because now that I'm thinking of, like, drag queens, even if, even if he's, like, 6'2", they still wear like four or five, six inch heels. Like, right? Like it's yeah. it's not a matter of trying to be taller. It's a matter of how fabulous you are. So I can yeah. understand that. I can understand yeah. it. So the the Maximals are watching this go down and uh Cheetor's like, Aren't you glad we got cable or something like that? <laughs> yeah. Which made me kind of laugh. Something and- yeah, so, something along the lines. And uh the camera's panning as they turn the the three lackeys like turn on Megatron and start shooting him. Yeah, and, and Scorponok yeah. straight. Th- this is where I'm like, okay, something really something's up with this because Scorponok points his missiles at Megatron. Why would he do that? Yeah. What? Why? Exactly. Why would he do that? And two, he wouldn't. Why would the Max Maximals believe this? It, it's so Which campy. <laughs> it's so cheesy and campy. That the fact that they all of them, even Dinobot, completely believe, <laughs> completely believe it is like I, I remember young me even going, "Hold up, are they playing?" <laughs> like <laughs> it's there's something going on here. But all of the Maximals go, "Wow, they're actually fighting each other." And uh, like yeah. you said, Shakespeare in the park. <laughs> yeah. And they actually start shooting at Megatron. He jumps behind a big glass cylinder with crystals inside. Yeah, filled and with a he, giant Energon crystal. Yeah. And he says, you fools, stop! You'll destroy the Energon! And then that's that's what happens. Yeah. The, there's an explosion. Big explosion, yeah. And the camera cuts out. Presumably the camera's destroyed in the explosion. And all the Maximals actually like feel like an earthquake. Like, cause yeah. the, as if the explosion was were that big. Yeah, it must have been one hell of a blast too, because like the bases are fairly far apart from one another. Yeah, they're fairly far apart. But I wonder if it has anything to do with the fact that there's that giant energon vein oh, that right. like can, that goes between the two bases across the planet. Like, do you know what I mean? There's like a oh, geo... That should, that should have just straight up blown up both bases then. <laughs> well, that's a, that's a clue that this is like um, a constructed like event, right? Mm-hmm. Like the explosion isn't exactly what it seems to be. You know how you were like, hey, uh, they use... Um, they're, they're, they use metric or whatever because Optimus used clicks. Yeah. And then one time I was like, hold up. I'm looking up like the uh the the different uh kind of uh what's what's the word I'm looking for? Uh lingo used on the on the show and that was a rabbit hole in of itself. Mm-hmm. On the show clicks is K L I X and it's actually really? a number of minutes. <laughs> really? Yeah. So when Optimus had said, oh, they're about like, you know, 10 clicks out, he wasn't talking about like 10 kilometers, which is what the, the slang clicks normally is used for. He he meant like 
like 10 times, however, the amount of clicks is, which is about two to three minutes. So he meant about 25 minutes out. Wait a cycle. Uh, I'm curious, like, I, I presume you read this on some sort of Beast Wars or Transformers wiki page, yes? Yeah. And what was, I've. What was the source that they cited? If any. <laughs> source. Source, Schmorris. Uh, I never, I never checked. But uh, on another source, like I know the the original, um, somewhere else that like cl- clicks are seconds, and um, nano clicks are. I, you know what I, <laughs> I, I, I don't even know. Let me let me find out source material. Okay, I will link that to the Facebook page. Is what I will do, and then people can the the four people that listen to us in Turkey can pour over it, and <laughs> give us some answers. Because I the one I'm on a different one now, and it is contradicting what I just said. So, anyways, Uh-oh. sorry. Moving along. Um, there's an explosion. <laughs> uh, we actually lost our Turkish listeners at some point. Maybe they thought we were oh. making fun of them. No, we cherished them. <laughs> Come back. Damn it. We do have a listener in Italy, though, so shout out to you, whoever Sweet. you are. All right, now our uh, Turkish jokes will fall towards... Towards our, we'll lone, make... our lone Italian listener. Yeah, but we'll make sure to explain that we're not making fun of them. We are thankful for them. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so the, the Maximals go to the, the dark side uh, to investigate what's going on. They're all in beast form, standing on top of this rock. Rhinox, I almost said Rhinobot. <laughs> Rhinobot is like holding something with his rhino hoof. It's that same scanner that he used last episode to scan for Energon. It's the exact same oh, scanner. But right, because, right. because this is a frontal shot, we're actually seeing it on his like front hoof and it's straight up cl- <laughs> like the there's like this armband thing on the bottom of it it's it's straight up clipping right it, yeah it's straight up clipping right through his hoof it's very <laughs> noticeable it's <laughs> very <laughs> noticeable and it, it's funny too because his eyes are a little bit angled and he's holding it up kind of like freeze motherfucker like it's a gun yeah and so he says that, uh, oh, there's no life signs in there. And Dinobot's like, uh, are you sure? And then we're, for some reason, Rattrap gets all pissy about this and is all like, yeah, what yeah, f- yeah. He, he's just all like, hey, Rhinox knows what he's doing. So if his scanner says there are no life signs, there are no life signs. I'm paraphrasing, but that's yeah. it's like that. That's the gist of what he said. Why does he get so pissed off about that? <laughs> He he gets really pissed off and he's like, "Hey, Rhinobot senses don't lie, Dino Dip." And I'm like, "Oh, that's a new one." <laughs> <laughs> so I awesome. understand that they have a back and forth. They like hating each other, but like he is oddly aggressive in this episode. Yeah. So Optimus is looking all full of sorrow, and it's like he's got very pretty, sad gorilla eyes. Yeah. And he's like, uh, we, we basically, he's like, we, we must, uh, uh, accept a unexpected turn of events or something like that. The Maximal yeah. won the Beast Wars. Yeah. He kind of says it in like a, 
like a almost a sad tone. He like yeah. stares into the soul of the viewer into into the camera and he's like, It looks like the Maximals have won the Beast Wars. Yeah. And I'm like, well don't sound too upset, Optimus. <laughs> Uh, and the camera so, like zooms in like really close on his face. Like, really his eyes. You can see the veins in his eyes. <laughs> and then Dude, it cuts to a... <laughs> Bravo to the animators, but yeah, it cuts to a, another wonky shot of Rhinox holding this thing, clipping through his rhino <laughs> paw inside the dark side, inside the Predacon base. Yeah, yeah, and he says there's no uh, signs of. Predacon energy signatures, but the uh shoot, what does he say? But the field dampeners are are still functional, like the the energon field dampers. So I guess the Predacon ship does have energon field dampeners. Yeah, so they just uh there you go. I had always thought the reason they were shown in their beast mode more than the maximals were shown in theirs, in their respective ships, that is was because they didn't have dampeners. But there you, there you go, folks. They do. And they're functional. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it yeah. has to do with the size of the Predacons in relation to like them having a much more spacious ship than the Maximals. I don't it, know. it is much more spacious. Like, wow. You could play baseball in the main room. <laughs> <laughs> It is so spacious that I kind of wonder. It's like, what do they even do in this ship? Walk around and mumble to themselves? (laughs) (laughs) And scheme? Uh, (laughs) Just float around on terror boards, like, talking about how they're going to overthrow Tron. (laughs) I would just race around. That'd be like (laughs) 50s, like, surf music would be playing. And I'd just be, like, racing around on those terror boards. It would be the music that played in uh, that episode of Better Mousetrap, where Rat Trap is like literally surfing on like this like energy pool thing. Yes, and except it's cool because I'd be on a terror board. Yeah, which, by the way, listeners, shooting eye la- seen, lasers, shooting eye lasers everywhere, <laughs> just cause. <laughs> Put it on my tab. I know. Um, <laughs> For the listeners, uh, we had some um, some art commissioned for the show, and t-shirts, I might add, that are pretty cool. And uh, Christopher was um, nice enough to commission himself riding Rhinox, holding a drill rapier, <laughs> and uh, myself on a terror board, uh, shooting eye lasers. So... Come, come and bug us on uh, the Facebook page J- just to look at that. It, it's it's actually really great in of itself. Even if you hate the show and you happen to just be listening to this and you'll never watch it again, go check out that that artwork. It's it's pretty great. <laughs> well, it is also the show art for the podcast. So yeah, do they just see a thumbnail of that, or can they can they enhance? Can uh, the CSI just, enhance it? Uh, it's just a thumbnail. Okay, it's still cool. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that was a minor ramble. Uh, what what are we? We're, uh, I think I think Rat Trap is like swinging a pole around, like a ten year old swinging a branch in in the forest. Yeah, and he's all like, he's all like, so let's, I don't know, rape and pillage or whatever. 
Um, yeah, uh, let's explore. We need to get their interstellar drive or their space drive or something. Right? Yeah. And so and, he's trying to, like, he, he yeah. says some shit to, to Dinobot to, like, try and press his buttons, and Dinobot's just like, uh, I'll, or, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, so Optimus is like, oh, this is a Predacon, careful, this is a Predacon ship, even though there are no Predacons around, it's still very dangerous. Mm-hmm. And Rattrap is like, oh, so if it's a Predacon ship, then, you know, Dino Breath or whatever. Yeah, he's should, like, should Dino Pump can go first. <laughs> yeah, like should uh, uh, should uh, be the one leading the charge, and Dinobot <laughs> agrees with him and is all like, "Agreed, that makes the most sense. I'll take point." And so yeah. Rattrap's like, "Man, I'm pushing all his buttons, and I'm getting nada. What's gives?" Yeah, because he they like to take jabs at each other socially, and. Optimus just like hangs his shoulders and looks, gets this like look of like utter annoyance at Rattrap and is all like, Can't you figure it out? Can't you figure it out? Which I'm like, You stupid child. (laughs) Well, there, Optimus. And I'm like, Well, what? Tell me. I want to figure it out too. Is the audience supposed to feel dumb too? I don't know, <laughs> but I uh, mean, I, I get what's going on with Dinobot here, but yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so we're at this like big vault. like vault door type thing, a big uh, ass like Fallout vault. Yeah, uh, and Dinobot's leading the charge, and he's all like, "Oh, no hostiles around or whatever." I learned a new word from Dinobot. Oh. Did you? Uh, here he turns and he says, "There are no hostiles in this area. I will reconnoiter elsewhere." And I'm like, "Hold up!" And I pause it. I'm like, "Reconnoiter? That that sounds like a f- made-up word." Oh yeah, reconnoiter. I'm looking at it on the subtitles. Uh, and the subtitles are cor- sorry. The subtitles are correct. Uh, one moment. Yeah, so the definition of reconnoiter, and that is how it's said. <laughs> I thought it was like reconnoiter, like do you know what I mean, <laughs> like saboteur. And he was, and the the voice actor was just saying it wrong. Ah, it's like Cecil is saying it. Yeah. What is the reconnoiter? Nope. Reconnoiter, um, or reconnoiter. There's two ways to pronounce it. It's um to make a military observation, um, in, in a region or a uh, field of battle. Okay, so the writers of this show like clearly have done at least a tiny little bit of research. Yes, I'm impressed with their military jargon. I mean, way back, like Rat Trap was all like, "Prepare for a sortie." Yeah, and I was a like, "What's a sortie?" <laughs> yeah, and a sortie is like a, a a military engagement. So, yeah, reconnoiter sortie. There we go. We're learning things. Shakespeare in the park. <laughs> 19th century poetry. The show has every little bit of everything for everyone. Yeah. Reconnoiter. To to make a reconnaissance of like an area or to explore or survey, right? Mm-hmm. So I I've never ever heard that like as a noun or a verb. So it sounded so weird to me. I thought I'd look it up. Yeah, reconnoiter. 
And yeah. that's how it's pronounced. <laughs> uh, so Dinobot fucks off and Rattrap is all like, uh, yo, Optimus, what are we going to do about him? And Optimus is like, why should we do anything? And uh, I will say Rattrap actually does raise a good point here. Although I think he should have a little bit more faith in Dinobot's code of honor. Yes. He's not Pterosaur. Come on. Yeah, he's like, look at him. He's still a Predacon. He's only with us because he knew we'd win, not because he believed in what we stood for. He's a soldier, and with the enemy gone, who else is he going to fight? That's really deep and actual, and an actual, like, mature conversation to have, too. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, he did join them because he had been defeated and cast out of the Predacons. And because he had like a, like a warrior respect for Optimus. Yeah. Right. Like he, yeah. And he's always been the, well, the strong should lead kind of type. And he's tried to wrestle control of it here or there, but not in any actual like mute, mute, mutinous way. Yeah. Just in a kind of like, well, Oh, Optimus is out of commission. I guess I'll step up. And the whole, like, well, he's a soldier. Who's he going to fight? Is pretty mature of a... And kind of a sad concept. You know? like yeah, he, yeah. I say this all the time. He's like a ronin, right? Like a, a masterless samurai. <laughs> mm-hmm. But when you take away the battlefield, like, are you even... Are you... Is he even a samurai anymore? Like, what does he do? It's kind of unfortunate what uh, I'll talk about it more at the end, um, but it's yeah. kind of unfortunate because this episode is kind of a mixed bag because. Um, oh, boy. In the one hand, it's the deepest episode that's that we've discussed so far. One on the them, other yeah. hand. Yeah. And on the other hand, it's. Campy um, as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Super ape. <laughs> we'll <Yeah>. get there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so um, the the Maximals, uh, they open this giant vault, and there's a spinning, like, like space drive, warp drive, like this long cylindrical thing. Yeah, it's the the Predacon uh, trans warp drive core. Trans warp drive core, right? Yeah, and then uh, Cheetor is a dick. <laughs> Do you remember <laughs> what he does? <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, uh, yeah, Optimus is like, get the others, we got what we came for. Dinobot's, like, uh, patrolling around. See some some of Tarantula Man's legs come up behind him, and he, (laughs) (laughs) Dinobot spins around, and we see that it's Cheetor, who's just, like, fucking with some severed Tarantula's legs, which is kind of morbid, really. Yeah, so, I guess he found a few spider legs like literally off of tarantulas yeah and he was like dangling them near dinobot to fuck with him yeah and (laughs) dinobot spins around like almost like drill rapiers him (laughs) and he's like relax i'm just fucking with you dinobot yeah, and the, I, I like uh, I, I like how Dinobots like all angrily. He's like, "Where did you find these?" And uh, Cheetor's answer is, uh, "Uh, just over there." 
They're <laughs> <laughs> just lying around over there. Oh, uh, and then he says my favorite line of the show. Yeah, he he. Uh, uh, Dinobot grabs the uh, uh, the spider legs out uh, out of Cheetor's hand and grips them like uh, grips them like he's Ham Hamlet holding a skull. <laughs> Literally. And Literally, he says, yeah, and he says, "Alas, poor Tarantulas! I knew him, Cheetor." <laughs> uh, yeah, he didn't so that's just me laughing. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Dinobot seems to be really into uh, old school, like which would be ancient at this point, ancient Earth literature, because like, yes, he's quoting Shakespeare. Uh, he. Uh, in the episode of Better Mousetrap, he quoted um, uh, 19th century Earth poetry. Yes, he he's a fan. <laughs> yeah, he is a he is a cultured warrior, and yeah, with such culture, he he follows that line up with "This is the leg that stalked so many victims," and I'm yeah. like, don't think of him too fondly. Yeah, he's like that. Yes, he's come gross. To this. <laughs> and then Cheetor is like, "Oh, do you need a hug?" And once again, <laughs> fuck you, Cheetor. <laughs> I. It's interesting though because he thinks he's so chipper and friendly with all of the Maximals, but he doesn't know how to read a room. Yeah. Do you yeah. find that too? That Cheetor yeah, kind that... of like is a little clueless. Which I mean. He is a dipshit kid, so yeah, it, it tracks. <laughs> yeah, but it, it just reminds me of like grade seven, kind of like friends. You know, everyone's like ripping on each other just a little bit. Yeah, and so Dinobot's about to lunge at Cheetor, but then Rattrap stops him and is all like, "Hey, we got the parts we need. We're leaving." Yeah, he's like, "Hey, Chopper Face, cool your jets." Blah blah blah. I don't know some. Some rat trap bullshit, and and so Dinobot looks down at the the oh, yeah. legs on the floor, and straight up just like sighs and hangs his head. Yeah, the he looks at the gross ass spider legs, just like sitting lifelessly on the floor, and his head sinks, and he kind of like growls, sighs. Yeah, and then we're followed by like the most gloomy poetic shit I've ever seen. Do you remember this? It's like raining and there's lightning and like I was gonna say <laughs> Velociman. <laughs> Raptorbot. Uh, Raptorbot, thank you. <laughs> Ra- uh Dinobot is looking up at the sky, like closing his eyes. It, it's so form. dramatic in beast form as it's like beginning to rain and lightning is going on, and I'm like, wow. <laughs> also, in a vacuum, that is kind of hysterical to just see a Velociraptor like <laughs> in this scene. Yes. <laughs> no context, just staring up at the sky. If if you had just walked in on this show and never having seen that, it's it's quite a sight. Like you could make that a GIF for and like I don't know, like fourteen year olds nowadays would probably think it's the funniest shit. With like not understanding it at all, <laughs> it is a rather gloomy cut my life into pieces 
moment there. This is my last resort. Yes. Uh, you know, things that 14-year-olds nowadays listen to. Oh, yeah, they they definitely listen to <laughs> Father Cockroach. Fuck. <laughs> uh, so the so, Maximals are doing some science shit. Yeah, they're... they're engineering. Yeah, they're... They're inserting the parts that they got from the, the Predacon ship's uh, transwarp drive into their ship's engines. They're all and, welding and working on things, yeah. Yeah, and Rattrap's like, oh, we still can't trust Dinobot. And Optimus is ju- just basically like, shut up, Rattrap. We need to let Tigatron know that we're leaving. Yeah, Optimus is Tigertron again. And I'm like, dude. It's Tigatron. Even the the fucking closed caption says Tigatron. Oh, it does. Yeah, it does. Well, yeah. At least the closed captions got it right. Yeah, and they mentioned something about well, they have to pick up all of the stasis pods in orbit. Yeah, before they can they can go back home. Meanwhile, then, Tig- meanwhile, Tigatron is hanging out in some sort of like Minecraft biome or something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it does kind of look like Minecraft when you look out onto the landscape. Minecraft biome. A Minecraft biome with the common name that we all know. Yeah. We we just missed our opportunity to make um, a biome joke right there, I'm sure. Yeah. We'll never know. We love everything. We love Minecraft. We love biomes. <laughs> and we love Tigers and tigers, <laughs> not tigers. Tigers. We also love the rapper named Tiger, even we, though we, we have never heard his music before. I'm, I'm sure it's great. I'm sure he loves Beast Wars. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. So Cheetor saying some Cheetor bullshit is like is like okay, but once we leave, can we get back to exploring the galaxy? But, okay. <laughs> I'm like, really? I was going to ask you, Christopher. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, we're going to go back to exploring, right? Yeah, and... he says it in this mo- the most like sniveling, like entitled child kind of way. Well, he, <laughs> just, despite the way he says it, it's like, well, really, dude? It's just like, ah, uh, yep, time to go back to exploring. Nothing happened here. Just off we go. And Rat Trap has the same idea that I do when I listen to that. He kind of quirks one eyebrow ridge thing, and he's like, whoa, 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 hold up. What the hell are you talking about, kiddo? What you talking about, Cheeto? <laughs> what you talking about, Cheeto? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, and then being the cynic, uh, what does Rattrap say? He says, even if we somehow manage to get off this rock, the only place we're going back to is Cybertron. And uh, which Gorilla Man agree agrees with. with. Oh, yeah, he just jets out of nowhere, apparently. Oh, because he was up on top of the drive, right? He jetpacks out of nowhere as if he was eavesdropping. And he's like, I'm afraid Rat Trap's right. Yeah. And then Rat Trap is all like, whoo, and about time, too. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I can just hear the dames crying for me. I don't know what happened to my Rat Trap voice there. Um... <laughs> But then sometimes, Dinobot sometimes uh, Rat Trap's voice uh, finds a way, <laughs> much like life. The Dames Di- crying for me. Okay, interesting. So there are female 
as we have seen with Black Arachnia, Lady Arachnia, there are yeah. f- female Transformers, and uh, apparently Rat Trap can't wait to get back to them. Yeah. Dinobot shows up in uh, his Raptorbot form <laughs> and is all like, what does he say? He says, uh, perhaps it is your return that causes them uh, unrest or something that like that. That causes their unhappiness. Or that causes their unhappiness. Because right? he was like, oh, I can't wait to hear them crying for me. Right? Yeah. So he, he walks in and he's like, oh, it's probably your return that causes their unhappiness. And yeah. I'm like, oh. And- yeah, that I mentioned to you earlier in text. I was like, uh, there are quite a few uh, lines in this episode that made me laugh out loud. That was one of them. <laughs> and and Rat Trap because he he loves that social sparring. He's like, whoa, 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 chop a face, an actual comeback. Yeah, and he's like, uh, yeah, a little lame, uh, but I can see you're feeling better. And yeah. Dinobot's like, with good reason. I shall not see you again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And Rattrap just think, that, yeah, yeah. Rattrap just thinks uh, it's another. Um, he's like, oh, another, another dig or something like that. And yeah. So any, yes, he's staying behind to conquer and rule the planet by himself. Yeah, and Optimus is like, I understand. And Dinobots like, I salute my former leader and former comrades. Goodbye, and leaves. Yeah, I like that. Optimus is like, I understand because I'm like, I don't. <laughs> Dinobot's bogus journey. <laughs> yeah, Dinobot's bogus journey. So, well, speaking of bogus journey, Optimus says, "I I want it to be on record um, that this this will eventually lead to your destruction, Dinobot." Oh yeah, and Dinobot actually says a line that I really like, and that I even to this day like quote every now and then. Uh, he's like, "Eventually, eventually can be a long time." Yeah. I don't know why. I've always liked that line. I, I like it too. He he's very poetic, like we've discussed. Yeah. So Optimus is like, "Hey, y- you will meet your destruction on this planet," and he just says, "Well, eventually." And like you had said, uh, eventually can be a long time, Optimus Primal. And I'm like, "Wow, like this episode is really deep." Again, it's offset by one of the worst moments of the show. <laughs> <laughs> yep. it's, it's that's really deep mm-hmm. i'm i'm surprised like or you were a bit older than me and when when you watched it and you you actually actually remembered that line oh yeah yeah always have it's kind of like he is accepting his mortal coil do, do you know what i mean like he's fine with eventually meeting his end yeah he's always been fine with meeting his end <laughs> And he's just committing basically to living his best life in the meantime. Yeah, he's not going to possibly go on trial and live in a prison. Which realistically, um, like... I get he, that, man. He, he, he played a big part, it, presumably. Uh, like, he played a big part in stealing the golden disc from Cybertron. He would pro- most likely be put on trial by the Maximals when he I get, completely when they forgot get back. about that. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's not a matter of just what's happened on this planet, ladies and gentlemen. Like, there was this heist, and presumably uh, because, the, what did they they broke a truce? Is that what happened? Yeah, they, they had been at peace for centuries since the end of the uh, the Autobot and Decepticon Great War, like 300 years ago. 
and they broke a truce and stole this disc. So presumably they might have killed a bunch of people and it, it, yeah. Yeah. So I never thought about that. That's a good point. Like they're still going on trial for the crimes you did. Just because you ended up switching sides doesn't mean what you initially did. Unless he snitches on everyone else, maybe he'll he'll get a plea deal. <laughs> I don't know. I, I imagine that like, you know, Optimus and uh Cheetor and Rhinox and Rattrap. I, I imagine they would all like testify on his behalf, so he would probably just get like a short sentence. Yeah. But he would still he would still be a convicted criminal. Fair. He'd yeah. rather live out the rest of his years um like looking up from the mountaintops up at the the stormy clouds and lightning and quoting in Shakespeare. The rain. Quoting Shakespeare and sitting in the rain by himself. I feel that. I, I thought you would. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of life I want to lead. One of those uh, Dinobot moments. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we're so outside. He, he bids them farewell and he gestures wildly with his little raptor hands and he says goodbye. <laughs> I, I want to point out Cheetor as Dinobot's walking away out of the ship, the Maximal ship. He goes, Dinobot? Like almost like surprised that he's actually actually leaving and he kind of calls out to him he's like dinobot and he dinobot just walks away which again uh, like he he likes everyone cheetor dinobot dinobot uh. <laughs> damn it we almost went another episode without bringing up metal gear oh it's just gonna be a thing at this point now <laughs> wonder if that's even possible <laughs> Is such a thing. Oh, I listened to last week's. I think last week's was the first time. Is such a thing not... even possible? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> that ancient aliens meme. I love that meme. That got that ancient aliens guy with the huge hair. Yeah. His name is uh Georgios Sukalos. Yeah. And I I Oh, I like I'm ancient a big aliens. Fan. <laughs> oh yeah. I, it's all bullshit, but I love it so much. It, it's just fun to... They're doing what we're doing, right? Like, they're looking yeah. at things and they're going, well, I mean, I guess they could have used, like, normal methods to make these stones, but what if aliens with lasers and levitation devices did it? And I'm like, fuck yeah, go on. <laughs> Some <laughs> what, ancient what if astronaut was... theorists believe. <laughs> Some ancient astronaut theorists believe that there were hoverboards that the aliens used to move crystals of immense power across the planet and ancient drawings deep in the caves in ancient egypt could point to a possible extraterrestrial connection and then cue like lightning striking and a very quick flash shot of like the predacons <laughs> and then I mean, there's what like if it was what if the ancient <laughs> aliens are like the maximals and the predacons and then uh and then it cuts to that like one guy they always interview on every episode with like the short gray hair and the glasses. <laughs> but yeah, there has been aliens. conclusive evidence that there was Predacon activity millions of years ago on Earth. We've seen evidence of it. And we found signatures. <laughs> we found the fossils. The, the Nazis found them back during World War II. They excavated all of them and kept them in a vault. That vault is now sitting in Washington, D.C. They don't want you to know that the Maximals and Predacons were here four million years ago. The Nazis had such a technological advantage because they had access to this ancient... Maximal or Predacon technology. 
Because <laughs> there's always that guy with the uh, the 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 scientist guy with like the accent that comes on. Yeah. Uh, anyway, back to Beast Wars. Yeah, back back. To, honestly, we we could make a fake Ancient Aliens podcast talking about like <laughs> the Maximals and Predacons influence on ancient Earth. So, oh geez. So back to the show. Back to the show. There is a white rat. Kind of looks like Rat Trap, but it's white. Yeah, Dinobot in robot form now almost steps on it. Yeah, he's run- stomping around angrily in like the rain and the lightning. <laughs> <coughs> and the rat uh, runs away and oh, tries to go over this like little cliff. Cre- crevasse? It's yeah. Kind of like a little, yeah, it's like a four foot like ravine. ravine. Yeah. He does. He tries to jump across it. Doesn't make it. Slides down. <laughs> yeah, the little rat just kind of like slot slowly slides down the the crevice. And then we hear Tarantulas laugh. His like when creep- I watched. Yeah, his like creepy ass. <laughs> when laugh. I saw the rat begin to slide down, when I was watching this episode, I was like. I swear to God, if Tarantulas is down there being a creepy fucker, because this looks like a, a place Tarantulas would be a creepy fucker. Am I wrong? No, not at all. I mean, to and be I'm fair, like, he's a creepy fucker just about everywhere. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, I swear to God, if Tarantulas is down there, I'm going to be pissed. And like like Christopher said, you hear him like creepy laugh. And he, he eats the rat. Yeah. Yes, and then drools there. all over Terrorsaur. Oh, yeah. Like, he actually drools, and Terrasaur's like, Oh, disgusting! Yeah. And so they start uh, start bickering, and then we see that Tarantulas' butt is in Waspinator's face, and Waspinator, <laughs> ain't, back and forth. Waspinator ain't happy about it, and uh, Tarantula Man is all like, If uh, Waspinator doesn't stop cuddling me when he sleeps, I'll eat him as well. And Waspinator's like, oh, I'd like to see you try. Oh, yes, I will. <laughs> and the Pterosaur yeah. in He's another... pushing him away from him because they're all cramped together. Yeah, in this, like, tiny little space. Uh, <laughs> and then Pterosaur, in a bit that, like, cracked me up, uh, is all like, is all like, I can't stand this any longer, Megatron. I've, I've got to get out. And then he just, like, leaps up and down and starts laughing. And he's like, ha, 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 ha. He's in his little t- stupid pterodactyl form with his head straight up in the air. Like a, like he's lost. He's completely lost it. He just starts oh. hopping up and down, like you said. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> <laughs> and Scorpionock smacks him across the head. <laughs> it's not even Megatron that does it. Scorpionock smacks him across the head and he goes, ah! <laughs> <laughs> flies backwards onto his back. And yeah, and Scorpionok is like, oh, we wouldn't be here if you hadn't tripped that spy laser. And yeah, is that, yeah, that's, so, that's what he says. I'm like, what? Yeah. Okay. But and Megatron's like, you're correct, Scorpionok, but thanks to Pterosaur's idiocy, we have knowledge of the enemy spy cam. Yes. Or something, right? And we, yeah, and we, we, and because of that, we, we were able to pull off this little deception. The, <clears throat> sorry, fluid in my throat. <laughs> we were able to pull off this little deception. Cheers. Oh, that—that's much. Yeah, I thought you were doing Sean Connery at first, but that—that that one was much better. 
Yeah, no, no, my my throat started to gargle a bit. <laughs> As one does when you get excited talking about Megatron. I still can't do a good Megatron compared to you, but you've had years of practice. <laughs> oh, uh, when I was a kid, like 11 years old, playing with the toys for this show, I was doing the Megatron voice back then. You're goddamn right. <laughs> so I, I was like, I, I've had 24 years of, <laughs> of been waiting for this moment for 20 plus years. It's been 24 years. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, finally. I'm free. It's time to conquer Earth. <laughs> I think that's what Rita says in the opening of Power Rangers. Oh, well, Rita's escaped. Recruit a team of teenagers with attitudes. And they're all like, maximize. <laughs> maximize. <laughs> the power is yours. <laughs> Live long and prosper. With your powers combined, I am Optimus Bot. <laughs> Live long and prosper. <laughs> so Lady Arachnia is in this crevasse, too. Yeah, and she's all like, oh, and what if they detect us? My my dampening whatever is only experimental. Yeah, Which... we see these little glowing, like, I thought they were bombs at first, but they're like little yeah. devices littering this little canyon that they're hiding in. And yeah, she says like their, their damping devices is, it's hers and it's experimental. All of her things are experimental. Yeah, and also, like, I thought this was actually going to, like, come into play somehow. It's all like, oh, she's saying that the, the thing that they're using to, to hide that their energy signature is basically from the Maximals, from being detected by the Maximals, is experimental. So I'm like, oh, okay, maybe it's going to fail. No, never comes up again. Nope. That's just <laughs> how they've been hiding themselves in this, yeah. in this canyon, in this crevice. So, is it yeah, crevice so or crevasse? Or are those two different words? Uh, I, it's the same word. I, I okay. think both pronunciations are correct. Okay. Okay. Uh, geez, what happened? Oh, Me Me Megatron is like, not only will we have to wait, but once we take the maximal ship from them, we will be able to recover the orbiting stasis pods. Correct. Yeah. So this whole plan of theirs isn't even so they can leave. It's just so they can uh, commandeer all of the maximal stasis pods and reprogram them as Predacons. Which presumably help, helps them kill the rest of the maximals, if, or just continue on with, like, uh, with more Predacons to help their rebellion. Yeah. Right? But I think, man, this plan has some holes in it. I gotta <laughs> say. <laughs> Bigger than the hole they're they're hiding in. Like they have to time it just perfectly so that so ladies and, and gentlemen, what this is implying is that they did Shakespeare in the park, they they faked this show of them destroying themselves, which again, you'd think they'd find more parts of their bodies, but they only find some tarantulous man legs. Yeah. Tarantula yeah, man that's legs. All. That's all. Yep, that's all. Just three. Three tarantula man legs. Yeah, those are his extras, or he grew them back. Who who knows? And or he ripped them off, and then he went in the restoration chamber. So maybe they uh, were supposed to be his dinner. Who knows? He's a fucking. Maybe weird it's another giant motherfucker. Spider. 
sometimes you know you just get hungry for hands <laughs> uh so their plan is to have lit th- their ship is beyond repair it's blown up like what five times on the freaking show so far yeah. so, <laughs> so okay so what's interesting is the predacon ship has a fully functional transwarp drive, but apparently it can't fly at all. It can't take off. It's too damaged in other areas, correct? Yeah, but the Axelon is still technically capable of flight and space travel. It just doesn't have any kind of warp drive. Yeah, their their warp drive was damaged beyond repair. So, yeah, so it's in, it's interesting that the the two ships basically have opposite problems. Yeah, so at one point the Predacons had figured out, hey, it's easier to get spaceborne again if we bring our core and install it on a Maximal ship. Well, how do we do that? Well, why don't we make the Maximals do it for us, and then we just take the ship from them. Ladies and gentlemen, that's essentially the plan <laughs> that Megatron and the others have come up with here. That is also a dumbass plan, because what happens if they aren't able to take the ship from the Maximals, and the Maximals just fuck hmm. off? <laughs> hmm. <laughs> hmm. I, oh, geez. That, that would never happen. I, I, so what they plan on doing is... Okay, name once when they've successfully launched an attack on the Maximal ship. Exactly. The ship? No, never. Not not yep. once. So I don't know why they think, oh, but with, like, what? They have the, the advantage of surprise? Yeah, the, the only time they've ever really, like, truly won was in the episode The Probe. And it yeah. was so noteworthy that there was a, like, dissolve of Megatron's face, like superimposed on <laughs> in the background of him just laughing maniacally for like a minute and a half. <laughs> and just like, as it just like repeated looped over and over again, the, the, uh, the signal array being blown up. Yes. It was so noteworthy that Megatron finally won that they just really rubbed it in. They really hammered that point in. And the wind was just stopping them from building a like a, a like a satellite tower, so to keep them from leaving, yeah, yeah. But I mean, all it was was doing destroying a tower that was that was built. All he had to do was shoot it, I guess. I I don't know. It's still a win to him because he wins when he causes despair. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's not that they destroyed any of the Maximals. It's that he got to crush their spirit a little bit. He is a true villain. <laughs> a true villain. Uh, and so, so, yeah, that's the plan. So, I a, guess. A rock, yeah, a rock comes down and Megatron's like, what was that? And he looks up and he sees Dinobot standing at the very top. Yep. Listening to the whole fucking thing, conversation. Yeah, and he's all like, oh, it's the traitor Dinobot, Predacons, terrorize. And yeah, uh, Waspinator and Terrorsaur take flight and go chasing after uh, uh, Dinobot. And they're flying through this like little ravine type thing. This is so weird. Yeah. (laughs) And they both get crushed by this giant boulder that Dinobot just kicks over. Yeah, he's kind of 
hunched up and he has his back against the um the mountain and he uses his like leverage and like kicks this giant boulder that rolls and just crushes waspinator yeah. and pterosaur and i'm like uh well eat two down the first it's not the first time that gag has uh has been used in this show characters getting cr- comically crushed by a rock to, he he got he killed two birds with one stone two flyers like, with one stone two, yeah literally so like, well that was an easy win so we get another uh predacon roll call as they transform yeah we get a roll call again yeah Close it's been a while of all of them yeah it's been a while since we've had uh had one of those uh um, yeah i like it uh, so Dinobot runs away, and he's like, oh, Megatron's forces survive. I must warn Optimus. And the Predacons give chase. And we're back at the uh, the Axelon. And, oh, uh, is Tigatron? Yeah, uh, Tigatron is on the little uh, uh, elevator platform. Which, again, <laughs> there's only one, because they didn't mirror the bridge this time. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, and, uh, Tigatron is like, hmm, it feels strange to be in an artificial structure. So I guess he's never been in the base before. Oh, yeah, he hasn't. They've always met him outside. Yeah. Even though he is, uh, he has been on the show now for what? Eight weeks, seven weeks here and there. Yeah. 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 Not every episode, but he's, he's been there for a little while now. He likes to chill outside. Yeah, he's an outdoor cat. (laughs) (laughs) Not an indoor outdoor. Literally. And, uh, geez, what? There's some some rat trap bullshit. Like, hey, it's uh, Tigatron the Barbarian. I think that's what he says. Yeah. And, And, uh, okay, so. Lounging on the dinner table. uh, Yeah, and he puts his arm around Tigatron. And I'm going to read this verbatim because I love this line. Okay. I love this little bit. He's like, he's like, man, I am going to take you to this sweet little hole in the wall where I guarantee. And Rhinox like looks over at his computer screen and he's like, Dinobot. And Rat Trap's like, eh, he ain't going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they, they're pressing b- the buttons. They're literally lifting off. Like, yeah. Now, he- here's the thing. He's all like, oh, Tigatron's like, it feels weird to be in, in an artificial uh, structure. Is that what you said? Yeah. Like, did nobody tell him they're going to an artificial planet? Like, <laughs> Right. They're like, oh, come on, back home with us. I'm actually surprised. He's like, mm, no, I'm going to stay here. Like, I'm wondering what bullshit they told him to, to get him to come. Uh, like he seems like a character who would want to stay on the planet, right? A- absolutely. So I'm wondering if they're like, "Hey, do you want to go to a giant like space station with no giant like mechanical planet with no jungle, no rivers, no foliage, no animals, it's just robots and buildings?" He would probably go N- no. And he'd probably chill out and hang out with with Dinobot. Or yeah. they'd be like estranged acquaintances. <laughs> they'd run into each other every now and then. Or but he would end up he being would... he would end up being Dinobot's de facto uh, nemesis. 
Ooh, maybe. And they, they always get up to shenanigans, but one of them either like runs away or one of them always spares the other one. Yeah. Until next time. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just surprised he's going at all. Yeah, Tigatron's on the bridge and like they're Rhino Rhino. Next what? time on Raptor Wars. Danana <laughs> Danana. Uh we we should make our own little theme song for Raptor Wars. <laughs> so I I don't know. It's it's perplexing to me that Tigatron would agree to to go, but here he is. Like the engine is literally like humming and like the engines are going and they're getting ready for blast off. Yeah. And they see on the uh the screen that Dinobot is charging toward them. And Cheetor is like, and Rattrap seems pissed about this. And Cheetor is like, oh, Dinobot, he's coming back. Sweet. Yeah. And Rat Rhinox Rhinox is like, like, this really grinds my gears or something. But yeah. Cheetor's excited. Yeah. And Rhinox is like, yeah, but he's not alone. Because we <laughs> see. Uh, is he's not alone. <laughs> uh, because we see the Predacons giving chase right behind him. And then they shoot him in the back. Like, Yeah. Like and he has zooms big... in on his back, he's got a big ass hole, and you can see his like innards roasting. Yeah. yeah, and he's got like smoke coming off of him, and there are like scorch marks. But he still turns around and fucking eye lasers everyone. Everyone, like oh, just so he turns <laughs> around. He he's essentially can't use his legs, presumably. Like he's down, but he turns around and he like Christopher said, he just fucking eye lasers like half of them. Yeah. And they like all take Scorpinoc cover behind and Tarantulas rocks. just get completely blasted. But a couple of them, I can't even remember who's left. He's taken out four. Oh, Megatron and Black Arachnia like dive behind some rocks. Yeah. Yeah. Poor yeah. So, so back in the Axelon, uh, Optimus is all like, I have to go help him. And Rhinox is like, I can't. Uh, we're about ready to take off. I can't shut this thing down. And Optimus is like, I don't want you to. If we don't get back, leave without us. And Rhinox yeah. is like, no way. And Optimus is like, yes way. Yes way. And Rhinox and is, like, is like, bogus. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> bogus. Because apparently, what? You can't just cancel the liftoff? Is that how technology works? It's all or nothing? Oh, we've already started the launch sequence. Well, my so? my guess is because the the Axelon is so thrashed, and they're they've basically just like jury rigged it back, like everything back together. I feel like this launch might just be a one and done type thing. Right. If they don't get off now, the the core is done, and they can't they can't escape the gravity well. Yeah. After. Okay. Yeah, fair. That, fair enough. Yeah. Let's the go show, with that. Yeah. The show doesn't actually explain that, but like that's that makes sense. That's that's what I figure. And that's why he, they can't stop it. Like the 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 drive is like spinning. The the rockets are like going. That's it's all or nothing right now. And Atomic uh, batteries Rhin to power turbines <laughs> to speed. Yes, and Rhinox is like, oh, it's takeoff is in less than two cycles, which is approximately two two minutes. Uh, yeah, let's go with that. Yeah, not ninety three hours. But, <laughs> no. And that would be hilarious <laughs> if it was, though. It's like, wow, this launch is taking a really long time. Yeah, make some it's tea, like, everyone. Yeah, it's like, man, have you ever? Rat traps, like, man, have you ever flown before? 
you ever been to an airport? T minus two thousand four hundred and fifty four. Two thousand four hundred and fifty three. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, but to, to to your credit, Rhinox also says this thing's barely hanging together as it is. So yeah. I think you're right. This is like a one and done kind of moment. Yeah. So they could they can break out of the planet once and then presumably transwarp back to Cybertron, but then like after that the ship's completely fucked. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. And um Optimus goes to the little elevator and he says Rhinox is like, "Oh, you uh, I can't stop it." And he's like, "Oh, I don't want you to." Uh, yeah. If we're not back um, w- during liftoff, then go without us. That's an order. And I'm like, well, shit. Yeah, so Optimus transforms. Uh, this is rad. Uh, <laughs> this whole, like, this, like, slidey thing comes out that has a bunch of maximal shields on it. Like, actual, like, physical, like, body shields. Like, riot shields. Like Almost uh, like riot shields. They're made out of metal, and there's a small part over top that's yeah. transparent. So he grabs one of those, starts going down the the uh, elevator platform. His and... metal face mask like comes down, and he looks like a badass. Yeah, and Cheetor is like, "I'm going with you," and Optimus is like, "No," and Cheetor is like, "You'll need backup if you're going to save Dinobot." And he's and Optimus is like, "Okay." <laughs> yeah, because he's like, "Get back! That's an order." And Cheetor, because uh, you need to appeal to his logic circuits in order to get through to Optimus. And he says, you'll never get Dinobot without backup and cover. Yeah. Like you said, he's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so they, and so Cheetor's like, Cybertron wouldn't be the same without you anyway. Yeah. And Cheetor grabs a shield too. And he goes they, down. They apparently have these shields. I've never seen them before. Nope. Nope. Neither have I. Um, and then Tigatron like, is I cannot like, sit idle. Why my comrades battle the enemy? Yeah. So he so he maximizes, and uh, Rhinox is, is like, like, "You heard the orders. Sit back down, bitch." And yeah. Tigatron's okay. Like, holy shit. Okay. So <laughs> Rhinox says to him, "Back in your seat." He wasn't sitting. No, he was a tiger. Yeah. He was standing as a tiger. (laughs) Also, he's never been on the ship, which is his seat. (laughs) Right? Thank you. (laughs) I'm like, where's the seat? Like, which one's his? He's like, Uh, dude, amnesia. I I don't know what my station was before. (laughs) And Tigatron's like, but, but. Yeah, he's like, but, but, but. And and Rhino's like, I said, sit. Gosh darn it. Yep. And then Tigatron's just like kind of winces a little bit and then just sits down at the console. Yeah, awkwardly like sits down and Rhinox shouts some orders. He's like, Rat Trap, navigation, Tigatron, ship's guns online. He just starts like barking orders. I sounded way too southern when I <laughs> when I was doing that. It's okay. I like the I like the trucker <laughs> rhino. Yeah, we gotta get off this rock. <laughs> it suits him. Uh, like, yeah, he's like super bossy in this part, and he's like, Optimus needs firepower. And I'm like, oh shit, and he, like, literally, he's yelling at everybody. And I think uh, Tigatron's like, yes, sir, and he salutes nervously. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, whoa, <laughs> please don't hurt me. 
someone, <laughs> someone just put Tigatron in his place? And then I, I, I could hear Free Bird playing in Tigatron's head, but then as soon as Rhinox started shouting barking orders at him, it just like record scratched. And he was like, uh, yes, sir. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, so we're outside now. Uh, Megatron is uh, T-Rex lasering like everything. Yeah, purple. For the for the listeners, if you haven't <laughs> been following along, um, his right hand is actually his T-Rex head. And sometimes he shoots big purple lasers out of its mouth. <laughs> and he's shooting everything. Yeah, I actually really like that shot. Like, I think Megatron looks really dope in that scene. It's it's badass. Like the the camera work and is really cool. I think he actually roasts Dinobot with the purple laser. Well, Dinobots are like around. Dinobots already down on the ground at this point. Yeah, he like hits him again because Dinobot kind of collapses. Oh, well. Regardless, we got the the uh, the riot police showing up here. <laughs> Which is, this is kind of badass. Like, Optimus is like, cover me to Cheetor, and Cheetor's like, got it, big boss. And he's flying in the air, deflecting, like, missiles and bullets and, like, energy blasts with his big-ass shield. It's, yeah. it's cool. Yeah. Uh, so he flies through the air. Uh, he lands to... Uh... Uh, he he flies over and lands where Dinobot is to uh, to grab him, and then Fuck we yeah. cut, and then we cut to like a sideways, uh, a side angle of the Predacons running, charging toward the Axelon. It's Scorponok and the two spiders. And... Oh yeah, because they're chasing Optimus because he slings Dinobot over his shoulder, right? Uh. Ye- yeah, like make a tactical retreat. Yeah, so they're so yeah. they're yeah they're they're charging toward. Uh, uh, obviously, Tigatron has figured out how to use the ship's guns because uh, they're being shot at by the Axelon, and one by one they're being taken out. Oh, that's right. Yeah, like uh, Cheetor is shot by Megatron's purple laser. Optimus, as he's making a tactical retreat, is shot by. Pterosaur's missile like everyone is like everyone's losing here <laughs> yeah this battle no one's really like th- no no one is winning this battle yeah Optimus is down Cheetor is down and the guns ships which are being shot by Tigatron yeah presumably that that takes what literally everyone except no yeah everyone <laughs> all all the Predacons get shot by the, the Axelon's ships yeah all of them Waspinator's uh, not there, but Pterosaur was. Yeah. So they're all down. And uh, so Optimus is... We, we cut over to Optimus, who is uh, still in robot form, but he starts shorting out. So he transforms. And then gets this, like, wicked headache? Well, okay, I was going to ask you. I make... make I, I do some notes here and there. And one of my notes is, ask Christopher... Why Optimus has a psychic blast? And I, this I, I is was the thinking. Part of, I mean, I was thinking about here? this. I was thinking about this earlier. So what happens is, like, when he goes to beast form, he gets this like wicked headache, like because he grabs his, his head and screams, right? Yeah, and he closes his eyes, and he's clearly uh, going through some severe discomfort. 
and the camera zooms in to his skull and inside is the the transwarp drive from the axelon and we see it firing up so what i think is happening here is if you are near a if you're outside and you're near a ship while its engines are starting up it like maybe maybe it has to do with like the energon in the drive or something yeah because there are energon crystals in the warp drive yeah so when the drive is being powered up maybe it cause if you're not inside the ship and if you're close to the outside of the ship it causes some sort of like uh i don't know like sonic migraine yeah sonic sonic migraine like some like super high frequency sound that just causes pain or maybe it has something to do with the energon but maybe maybe. that's the best explanation that i was able to come up with i it's better than mine i was just like i why does this ask christopher (laughs) the note was ask christopher why his head why optimus like has a weird like death scream migraine when the the warp drives flare up oh well apparently it only affects optimus as far as everyone else everyone else is unconscious right they're like half scrap yeah yeah even Cheetor. yeah he's the only one who's actually conscious right now so uh fair that's true uh Cheetor kind of regains consciousness and like slowly crawls onto that our favorite character of the show the platform onto the axelon yeah the the elevator elevator. platform yeah and he kind of just barely manages to pull himself onto it and he yells for optimus he's like the train's about to depart or some something about a train which i find humorous i'm like there are trains on cybertron the train's pulling out yeah yeah there are actually (laughs) oh cool I just uh, presumed everybody would have like hoverboarded everywhere. Yeah, there's even uh, uh, a couple of characters in G1 who are transformed into trains that uh, oh, then other transforms use, or that that other transformers use. <laughs> that other transform use too, like me, <laughs> <laughs> me train bot, <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't uh, afraid of anything. Train <laughs> Cybertron is a pretty cool guy. He transforms into trains and doesn't afraid of anybody. <laughs> uh, so so yeah. Optimus doesn't make it. Like the the ship is actually actually pulling off, and Cheetor re- like reaches out an arm as it's lifting off the ground, and he yells, "Optimus!" And we Holy see- shit, does Optimus look fucking like devastated? We see, um, yeah, so we see Optimus uh, in beast form carrying the body of Dinobot walking toward the Axelon as it's lifting off. And honestly, like this, like this is actually kind of a, I don't know, this something about this scene kind of got me a little bit. It's a little like harrowing. Yeah. Like it's Optimus's face during this is. Yeah, like, um, but he's able to walk, like, he's not able to make it to the elevator platform, but he's able to get close enough that he's, and like, holy shit, this dude's strong. He's able to throw Dinobot straight up. Like Like, 15 feet up into the air. And Dinobot is a very large piece of mechanical hardware. (laughs) Yeah. 
Uh, so he throws Dinobot up onto the, the platform. And then he jumps 50 feet. <laughs> into the air. Yeah, and uh, reaches his hand out, and Cheetor grabs him. And he's like, gotcha, big bot. I... And... <sighs> This is so well written. Like this is, like I said, there's highs and lows in this episode, <laughs> right? Yeah, like the, the this is a very tense scene. It, incredibly, like the the most tense the show's ever been. Um. So yeah, so uh, Cheetor is holding the hand of Optimus, like, and is just about to pull him up, and then we see Scorponok. Yep. Sit up. And he does something really cool. He puts his claw sideways. It's as if he just woke up, right? Like he had just been blasted. And he slams his claw down. And it kind of like forces his claw to like open up. And just like kind of like hip fires a rocket out. Yeah. And the, yep. Yeah, the rocket goes right toward the hands of Optimus and Cheetor. It doesn't, doesn't cause explode. an yeah. It doesn't cause an explosion or anything. No. So maybe this maybe this is the cross country missile. I think he was saving it <laughs> because it's one thing to blow them all up. It's another thing to let them look into each other's eyes. Like remember, the Predacons love despair. Yeah. <laughs> this is this was painful, man. Like so, the cross country missile that Scorponok shot hits their one of their hands or both of their hands and instead of exploding just hits them with enough force that optimus and cheetor's hand is forced to let go of each other and the camera zooms in in slow motion it shows them trying to grasp and reach for each other as optimus falls i just thought this maybe is... maybe the cross country it maybe it's not an explosive missile maybe it's a concussive missile oh there you go. Just, it took like 13 episodes, <laughs> but we did it. Yeah, I just had that thought now. I'm like, oh, maybe that's why it doesn't explode. Yeah, but, but it, it can knock you back. Yeah. Yeah. I like All it. Right. All right, listeners, we figured it out. That is the that that is the uh, the source of the the uh, the cross country missiles power. Listeners, remember when we always say all of these questions and more will definitely be answered. Yes, that is what we say. <laughs> that is one of them. Yeah. Good one. One down, 17 unanswered questions to go. Yep. So tune in, tune in next week when even more questions that won't be answered will be added to the list. Yeah. And <laughs> maybe one will get answered every 13 episodes. <laughs> uh, we can only hope. Um, so this is actually really sad. Like I'm, yeah. So Optimus is falling in slow motion, and he just has this look of just utter terror on his face. And Cheetor just looks like completely devastated. And yes, and the camera zooms out because by by the way, now now the ship is like 100, 200 feet in the air. Like it's yeah. it's way high up there. So as he's falling, it kind of shows his legs and his arms flailing. As he slow mo like falls towards the ground, and when he lands, it looks exactly how like an eight hundred pound gorilla would land from a two hundred foot fall. Yeah, he lands like with this loud thud, and his limbs just go like straight out. 
Yeah, and he doesn't move. I'm like, oh, is this a kid's show? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's kind of brutal. It is. It's pretty brutal. So the Axelon is lifting away, and Cheetor screams Optimus. And then Megatron goes charging toward the Axelon and leaps. I just and- noticed the screen um, shakes as Megatron like runs. Good effect, animators. Good job. Yeah, he- He's a, he's, he's a big he's boy. He's a big boy. <laughs> <laughs> he's chunk. He's, he's mega chunk. Yes. <laughs> What's up with all of these dangly bits hanging off the Axelon? I got to ask you. Like, I don't are those know. those landing equipment? I thought it was scaffolding for the longest time. Yeah, I don't know. You don't know either? Okay. No. No well, idea. Optimus, uh, sorry, a Megatron, like a, like a star, like like Olympian jumps like 30 feet and grabs onto one of these long metallic, like skinny legs hanging off of the Axelon. And when he, when he latches onto it, he like spins around a couple of times. Like he's part he does of some pole dancing moves. Fucking Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> yeah, there's some Cirque du Soleil going on there. I'm like, you know what? For somebody with a tail and a, and a T-Rex head for a hand, that is some. That's pretty dexterous. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. He has like a giant pointy tail for a hand and a T Rex head. How does he use a terminal? Wait a second. Uh, Whoa! I just blew uh, my own mind for a second. The um the same uh, way Scorpinox does. Uh, the tail is a gun. He actually has a hand. On that. On oh that right! He can just put that down. Yeah. He has a normal hand underneath. Right. Right. I'm crazy. Okay. Can. Moving onwards. <laughs> uh, so we're in the Axelon. The, the elevator platform comes up with Cheetor and Dinobot just looking defeated utterly... Defeated as fuck. Defeated. And Rattrap is there in beast form and is all like Optimus and they both just like hang their heads. And then Rattrap does the same. Yeah, they, Dinobot, yeah. He just, they just all know. Optimus yeah. is gone. And then Dinobot tries. To, what does he say? You should have left me behind, or yeah, it should have been me. It should have been me. And Rattrap gets up in his face, and he's like, "Well, he sacrificed himself for you, so you better not." Yeah, don't spoil the anything. sacrifice. Yeah, yeah, he says, "Don't spoil the sacrifice." Oh Which, yeah, I get both. I I get where both of them are coming from. I get Dinobot's yeah. guilt. That's a also- pretty. A difficult moment to deal with on yeah. everyone's part. And to make the matters worse, we heal, we see a fabulous heel slam into the screen. <laughs> like, that's yep. literally how it introduces him. <laughs> yeah, and Megatron's <laughs> like, oh, but it already is spoiled. Yes. <laughs> and then he... <laughs> It really is. He comes in with just like a quip in this like I love that. In this like just depressing uh, moment of like utter sorrow and depression. And make matters way worse because he <laughs> kicks their fucking ass. Like holy oh, shit. Yeah. yeah, he uh T-Rex lasers like all of them. Uh, everyone one except shot. he one shots everyone except I think Rat Trap. Rat Trap ducks and it hits Dinobot. Yeah. Yeah. They're all and then Rattrap like looks at Megatron, who's like walking toward him, and then he just like looks around and sees all of his buddies just like completely taken out. Doesn't he like shiver? 
Yep. <laughs> in fear at, at one point. Yeah. He's like, uh, is there anyone left alive to help me? <laughs> no. Oh boy. Yeah, he's actually <laughs> shivering in his like little rat form. Yeah. And Megatron's like, you're the only one left uh to stop me from my uh to stop me from ultimate conquest. And yeah. Rat Trap's like, not if I have anything to say about it. Rat Trap! And this is a, another time we get to see on the show that you can interrupt other people transforming. Yep. Because Megatron, like, just fucking grabs Rat Trap, his, like, little rat form Rat Trap, with his T-Rex head. It stops yeah. him from transforming. Yeah, I and actually goes, felt kind of bad for Rat Trap in this moment because he's like crushing everyone. Jesus he, Christ. He's like crushing him alive. He is. And um, Rat Trap's just like screaming, like making these sounds in pain. And I think Megatron says, no, 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 none of that now. Yeah. And um, yeah, he, he got them. He says some quip. Uh, it's like. He's like, I will enjoy crushing you like a rat in a trap. Right. And then Rhinox, in like a completely like fucking badass moment, Rhinox gets this up is and is like, not a chance. Not a chance in hell, bub. And then charges over and fucking clocks Megatron right in the face. Uh, yeah, that is that is a and then it's a beautiful sight. And then picks him up and body slams him onto the elevator platform and then kicks him. This stomps is such on a WWE moment. Like, <laughs> he, he runs over, just decks him across. This is the second time he's just flat up punched out Megatron. He picks yeah. him up over his head. You know what I mean? Like, it, <laughs> in a feat of strength that's amazing. Like, they are both, like, two-ton giant... Robots. Yeah, he yeah he straight up like Hulk Hogan. He straight up yes. like Hulk Hogan body slams Andre the Giant. Yes, <laughs> but when he does, Megatron loses his T Rex tail gun thingy in the process. Oh yeah. Um, oh good 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 catch. Yeah, his arm spike tail gun like comes off. Yeah, and uh, Rhinox, like you said, he just kicks him down the elevator shaft ejecting Megatron right out of the ship. And by the way, they're like a, a couple kilometers above the ground now. Yeah. So he's he's going to be in pieces when he lands. Yeah, that's going to hurt. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's been shown that you can revive somebody that's in pieces, but he's not going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> Go exactly. Rhinox. Damn. Yeah. So um, uh, an alarm goes off. Red lights come on. And it's like, uh oh, what's going on? So he looks oh, over. That's what's in there. Oh, good catch. Yeah. Yeah. And so Megatron's uh T Rex tail gun thingy that he lost when he got uh body slammed at WrestleMania three. Um <laughs> off the cage. Um uh ended up like uh piercing right into the computer console, which has seemingly fucked everything up. Um, ships losing yeah. power. Thanks for uh, catching that. Yeah, the I guess Megatron's tail launched and like pierced the computer area. Oh yeah, right? it's it's stabbed like right into it. It's oh, it's stabbed that's right. What in, that was it stabbed right into it, just like uh, 
in a better mousetrap, Dinobots drill rapier into the computer. Right. Okay, that's what happened. I was a little confused. I was like, wait, why is everything broken? So they, yeah, so the ship loses, starts losing power. The, for some reason, this causes the transwarp containment chamber thingy to burst. I don't really understand why exactly. <laughs> I don't. <either. laughs> that's why my, my other note is ask Christopher why ship breaks. <laughs> uh, Both of my notes are ask Christopher. This or <laughs> so uh, I guess the, the navigation panel being like destroyed had some sort of hap- like feedback loop or something and destroys the core. Yeah, maybe it caused like some sort of like power surge that power surge. There, there we go. That like uh, overloaded the the warp core. Sure, we'll go with that. There, that sounded really. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for clearing that up. This is kind of scary because the the ship kind of um, what's it called does a stall, and then yeah, it just yeah. starts falling. It's, yeah, this is like I, I'm like, ain't some people going to die? Like this. This is what do they do? Nothing. Yeah, so they're so they're they're going down now, and uh, at this point they're in like zero g from oh, yeah. because they're in free fall. My favorite rat trap line: "We are all gonna die." Um, yeah, I hate. So this, yeah, man. yeah. Okay, so oh, probably the. Go ahead. Wor- yeah, the worst moment in this series thus far, I would say. So, yeah, Rattrap's, like, floating around. He screams, we're all gonna die! And then Dinobot grabs him. Grabs him, which, you know, good on him. Yep, stabilizing uh, him. Yeah, good good guy, Dinobot. Uh-huh. Uh, he's all like, he, he looks out and he's all like, wait, up in the sky, which, first off, you guys are in the fucking sky. He, yes, and he said, "Is it a bird?" It, yeah, is it a bird? And then, then Rhinox is like, "Maybe a plane." And Rattrap is like, "Nah, it's Optimus." And then this fake ass <laughs> Superman music starts do, playing. Do 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 do. And so Optimus is now Super Ape, apparently. He's uh, in his robot form. Yeah, he's in his with robot his form. Jets on. Yeah, he's straight up doing a Superman thing, like saving he's doing a Superman. Cra- yeah, cra- saving a crashing airplane. And <sighs> so he saves the Axelon. Yeah. Yeah. So he he he. He he's able he to descend. Yes, he's able to uh, slow its descent enough that it doesn't crash. He's able I to bring all that scaffolding. You know those like dainty ass little like metal things hanging off the axelon is landing or stabilizing equipment. I guess maybe. <laughs> Anyways, those crumple when the, when the ship lands. Unfortunately, it kind of lands exactly where it was. <laughs> exactly where it was. <laughs> uh so So, okay uh, so yeah so super ape asks rhinox like uh what the status of the ship is and rhinox is like in a word busted she won't fly again yep so 
uh, Cheetor's like, what about Rattrap and Dinobot? Are they okay? And Dinobot is sitting in a uh, CR chamber and Rattrap is just chastising him, saying <laughs> that if it wasn't for your, like, if it wasn't for you, I would be back on Cybertron, like, fucking bitches. For and... you? I... Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't for you, I'd be back on Cybertron, knees deep in bitches. <laughs> and then then he calls him he he's like uh you overgrown stinky iguana what (laughs) he calls him a stinky iguana an overgrown stinky iguana okay (laughs) he's running out of things to say to dinobot uh says ah it seems i've done cybertron a favor yeah (laughs) (laughs) and then rat like back and forth and rat traps just like hey Hey! <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, hey! You want me to show you how Velociraptors got extinct? And if he like looks were... up a little rat paw. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, uh, if you wasn't inside that chamber, <laughs> why well, yada? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so that that's. And he tells him to go scurry through a maze. So yeah, we. We we cut to an exterior shot of the ship with like peaceful music playing, and Optimus and Cheetor are laughing at Rattrap and Dinobot. And even though this is like everything's back to normal, it seems. <laughs> yeah, even though like something like so just depressing has happened to them that like. They they would probably need like years of therapy to get over everything. All, this entire ordeal. It's right. like oh, okay, we're 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 just gonna pull the whole like sitcom bit of being like, oh, everything's okay, and everything ended up okay. Yeah, uh, this episode is such a mixed bag. This this episode has some like <laughs> truly great highs and some really low lows. <laughs> And the we, stupidest fucking ending of any episode in this series thus I, far. Here's the thing. I'm fine with, like, references and homages. You know what I mean? Like, I I would be fine with Optimus helping the Axelon descend. Right. Even with this, even with the stupid fake Superman music, like I was, I'm fine with that too. It's the fact that they're the straight up. up. Yeah, it's the fact that they're straight up. Like, is it a bird? Maybe it's a plane. Like, so for the listeners, just in case you have never heard of this reference before, it's a Superman reference. Uh, the the first movie, if I recall, with um. Uh, oh no! Uh, the the whole it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman. Oh wait, that started. That, no, that that goes back to like the 30s. That goes way, way, way back. Sorry, the the plane, like him saving the plane, is is that like the first movie with Christopher uh, Reeves? I think so. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Anyways, Superman, he he saves a plane by like you know going underneath it, slowing its descent down, and then you know as the police investigate, they're like, oh, there are human handprints under like this plane. Yada yada yada. Uh, it's it's pretty pretty dope Superman moment, but they straight up like Christopher said, like what's that outside? Is it a bird? Is it a plane? No, it's Superman. But replace Superman with Optimus, 
And then they kind super of do like ape. a super ape. <laughs> they they do a really cheesy, like royalty free remix of Superman's theme song. <laughs> yeah. Like you can tell it it's supposed to be like Superman's theme song, but it's a little off. Yeah, it's so like <sighs> it's it, it's so on the nose that it's cringeworthy. Th- there you go. It's it's like Christopher had said, if there was just the music and Optimus saving the the Axelon, I'd be fine with that. But it's everything leading up to that. I was <laughs> like, oh. It kind of takes you away from this very like dramatic, scary moment. Eh. I'm sure there are people that are like, wow, these guys take their take their cartoons <laughs> too seriously. But it bugged both of us for some reason. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. I usually love, usually Christopher is the one that's like, eh, about things. And I'm like, I love everything. No, no, I don't love that. <laughs> I love everything but this. Uh, it was, like you said, it was it was so on the nose that it was cringy. Yeah. Lots of highs and lows. But yeah, the the character development, the idea of actually getting to escape, go, going back home, um, Dinobot's acceptance of being left on the planet alone there's a lot to unravel here i don't Uh, want to unravel the superman thing (laughs) (laughs) yeah there's a lot of uh like there's a lot of moral complexity with uh with what's going on with dinobot in this episode and this isn't the first episode where we've seen that in him so it it will be interesting to see how he develops even further as a character Yes, and you get little glimpses into all of them and how how they react. Turns right? out, yeah, like Cheetor, Cheetor misses and likes Dinobot. Um, Rat Trap was paranoid about him. I thought they were closer than that, but you know, he brought up some interesting points. Pterosaur goes loopy when he is in a cave with his <laughs> teammates for too long. That was that was great. <laughs> hopping up and down and like laughing maniacally. Uh, what a weird character. I can't yeah. tell if he's a genius or an idiot savant or just an idiot. <laughs> well, well, definitely not a genius. Well, regardless, we love him. Uh, we we most certainly do. He's so uh, trusting of others, even though... Uh, no, I take that back. Not trusting of others. He's gullible. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. He, he is very gullible. Um, yeah, so that has been the 13th episode in production order, Victory. Cal, do you have anything else to add about the episode? I like... Uh, our alternate universe where they actually, they actually do leave the planet and Dinobots there alone with Tigatron. The, the lone raptor. <laughs> the lone raptor. There's that, like Western yeah. music playing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um it's good character development. It's tense. It's it's really weird to like fathom them going away. The the ending that is so dramatic. Like Optimus, like 
holding Dinobot's body and like throwing him up to onto the platform and jumping and then falling. Like all of that is and then Megatron being on board. Holy shit. Like man, that that writing is like like that that is some tense, like tragic shit. But then but, it's completely then, you cut know, short. Super ape. But but super ape. <laughs> Is here. Dun 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 dun. How about you? Uh, yeah. Like I like I said, uh, the highs of this episode are very high, but the lows are very low. Ah, yes, the highs were high, and the lows, well, they were low. No, they were low. Low. <laughs> low, 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 low. <laughs> I got to punch Megatron again. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, see, I can't do Rhinox. <laughs> he just sounds like a trucker every time. Uh, we will be back next week with the 14th episode in production order, which, holy shit, was also the 14th episode in U.S. broadcast order. Double Dinobot. Um, Double Dinobot? Oh, yes. One thing I also want to point out is there are 52 episodes in this total in this series, and we have just passed episode 13, which means we are one quarter of the way through this podcast. Oh, we are already? Yeah. Whoa. We've, we've been doing this for like three months now. It it feels like a few weeks to me. <laughs> three months. Haven't missed a week yet. So Go us. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, we also, uh, do we want to talk about anything else, maybe? Oh, right. Uh, yeah, uh, I uh, was the special guest co-host on a podcast that I've been listening to for nearly eight years called The Sick and Wrong Podcast. Uh, the uh, It's been going on for like 14 years. Um, definitely not a podcast that's for everyone. <laughs> Uh, but the, uh, well, it is called sick and wrong. Yes. Yeah, so you, you can imagine what you're getting yourself into, uh, depending on when you are listening to this. Uh, if you want to hear me on that, it is episode 761. Go check that out. If you like Christopher, it like, I don't listen to the sick and wrong podcast, but I do actually, actually like that episode 761. Yeah, it's, it's good. Yeah, I had a lot of fun doing it. I've gotten a lot of positive feedback from longtime fans of the show. Um, so yeah, that was good. Check it out. Sick and Wrong, episode 761. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, send us an email at toomuchenergon at outlook.com. Uh, like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash toomuchenergon. Uh, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star rating. It really helps us out in the whole discoverability field. Oh, does it? Does it like oh, yeah. boost our visibility? It does, yeah. So, oh. if you know anyone who, other than me, who has an iPhone, get them to subscribe to this show and give it five stars. We got an iPad. I'll do it myself. Oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and li listeners, um, before Christopher leaves and I have to do the show by myself because he's famous and going on to bigger... <laughs> bigger podcasts um be sure to uh tune in uh 
next week or uh, the week after. Well, well, I'll see how long I can keep Christopher here. Uh, <laughs> if, if he did, if he does a good enough job, which which he did, uh, he might get poached. Might get <laughs> poached by another podcast soon. So we'll see. Unlikely, but I. I, I'm committed to this and our other podcast, uh, Alphanumeric, where we review every episode of Reboot in order. Yeah, if Reboot's your thing, go check us out there, Alphanumeric. We we actually have another host sometimes, most of the time. Yeah, Aiden. He's been on two and a half out of four episodes, and that ain't bad. <laughs> <laughs> he gives it the maximal try. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you're a fan of me, you can follow me on Instagram at Christopher Siege, S-I-E-G-E. Yeah, go creep him on Instagram. Yeah. I, like, don't I like need... any of his new stuff. Just go back to everything from a couple of years ago and like all the old stuff. Oh, yeah. Be one of those people who goes back to, like, photos of mine from, like, 2013 and just starts liking them. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? So that has been episode all, 13. Uh, we will catch you next week. So until then, beast mode. Beast mode. Beast mode! Beast Wars! Optimus and then he like, explains himself, yeah. Yeah, Optimus asks him, he's like, oh, what are you saying? And Dinobot's basically just like, oh, on Cybertron, I'll just be a Predacon criminal. But here, I have no equal. I will conquer and rule. Which I'm like, okay. Rule what? Conquer who? I... Elephants? <laughs> um, the other animals? <laughs> Since he's an extinct... He, his fo- beast mode is an extinct... Um, animal on this planet, maybe he'll he'll just have an edge. Ar- he'll he'll just run around like eating antelope and maybe fight polar bears. If polar bears are a thing, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fight polar bears. Uh, I didn't know this. I had to Google the size difference between like bears, but apparently polar bears are substantially bigger than grizzly bears. Like, they are very, very, very big and very fast. Yeah, I knew they were big, but I, I don't know exactly how big, but... Uh, they're the biggest bear on on the planet. Oh, really? Yeah, and I, I have a feeling it would kind of F up Dinobot <laughs> in his raptor form. Well, then it would be a cha- true uh, test <laughs> of his might, then. <laughs> Of and his then skills he, he as a warrior. Yeah, and then he transforms and he just eye lasers the fucking, <laughs> <laughs> the fucking polar bear. Uh, Looks like you are not a match for Dinobot. And then he just like eventually just gets depressed because he, every creature that... Uh, uh, he chooses to take on. He as soon as he starts to like lose, he just transforms and eye lasers them, and then right. he gets depressed that he always has that edge. Yeah, he he starts losing in his uh, Raptor Bot form, and then transforms with his 
whirly whirly copter and ra drill rapier and eye lasers and he just absolutely smokes whatever animal <laughs> he's fighting <laughs> and then he sighs and he goes perhaps i will not meet a glorious death <laughs> and like he tells himself every time he's like oh this time i'm not going to transform this time no, ma no matter what i'm just going to no matter how the battle goes i'm going to stay in raptor form and he just can't help him he just can't <laughs> he like like breaks a leg or gets slashed across the face and then and then uh maximizes and then just eye lasers immediately <laughs> and then when it shows like the animal he's fighting turning to a smeak uh like a smoking heap on the ground he goes oh right ah damn it yeah it couldn't be helped <laughs> and no matter what going he... to do that this time and no matter what he fights he's like ah you have forced me to use my ultimate form <laughs> You have been a worthy adversary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Well, that was a fun little thought. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I yeah. I just want to see that show. <laughs> like a one episode where he's, it's, it's like 10 years in the future and he's just fighting different animals on this planet. <laughs> like, including like marine life. Like, he's, he fights a dolphin. <laughs> And a shark. <laughs> like a giraffe? Why not? Go back. He's like riding on the back of a killer whale. <laughs> Just... Oh, that would be dope. <laughs> he tames and like... Like he battles and then befriends a killer whale. <laughs> I want to see this show. And, and the killer whale's name is Willie. <laughs> <laughs> William. Hard left here. There's <laughs> an old acquaintance I have to visit. And the acquaintance is the polar bear. <laughs> the polar bear who's now like has is like missing an eye and has like scorch marks on him and like <laughs> has like no fur on one of his uh one of his legs. But they have this like mutual understanding and respect for each other. <laughs> A giant scar on his face. Yeah. From, like, one of Dinobot's little uh, raptor feet. Yeah, he actually got him with his, like, little velociraptor feet. Which, yeah. way, as we know from Jurassic Park, is extremely dangerous. Yep. <laughs> It'll cut you across the stomach and spill out your intestines. Uh, uh, and the polar's bear, polar bear's name is Paul. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why? Polar Paul... Okay. Polar bear. Paul. Paul bearer. Paul bearer. <laughs> there we go. We got it. Okay. His name is Paul bearer because he is a polar bear. So <laughs> I like how in depth we're talking about this because really there's, there's just a few <laughs> talking points about this episode. Uh, you know what? Yeah. Every ep every once in a while, we'll revisit the adventures of um, the alternate dimension that is Dinobot wandering this planet alone with his friend I, I, William. I like it. <laughs> uh, maybe if I get off my butt, I'll actually try to draw some terrible art. <laughs> Write some fanfic. Of, of it. Write some fanfic. <laughs> you know what I thought about? You know what? I'm I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you. 
Uh, I just, I just had a really sad thought too. Eventually, he like adopts a pet rat that he names Rat Trap. Oh, I love it. It's going <laughs> because, in the fan fiction <laughs> because he secretly misses him. He misses Rat Trap. Yeah, yeah. And he, he like talks to him as if he's he can understand him. He's like, "Do not get me wrong. I name you not Rat Trap because I miss his face. I name it you that because you are a pathetic." Omnivorous friend. <laughs> I was gonna say a sp- stinking omnivorous pestilence as he was. Oh, there, there you go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, he tries right. to befriend a gorilla, but the gorillas just run away from him <laughs> <laughs> or climb a tree. And then there's that one that like actually stood up to him, so Dinobot had to eye laser him. <laughs> Yeah, the like a, an alpha male like silverback like actually fights him, but kicks his ass in his rhino in his uh, velociraptor form. So he has to kill him. Oh man! I don't know why this is so amusing. We we could just make up our own. He like impales him on his like drill rapier, and as the gr- like silverback like lets out its like final scream, like Dinobot like caresses his head, and he's like, "Be still, my friend, my former comrade, my former comrade. You have fought valiantly, and you will die a warrior's death." <laughs> oh, geez. so it sounds Be- like Dinobot gets everything he. He wants. We we should do like a fake episode of this podcast that is just like recapping this like this like episode of Beast Wars that doesn't exist. <laughs> I'm fine with that. <laughs> oh, 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 I'm dying over here. If you want, you could you can cut this and we can piece together this <laughs> fake Dino, uh, the adventures of. Of uh, Raptorbot and friends, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which has sprung our fan fiction. <laughs> Dinobot is gesturing in his Velociraptor form, saying that he will remain on this planet and conquer and rule. He like we're not just making all of this up. Like <laughs> he's saying he's going to conquer the planet by himself and rule it single-handedly, <laughs> single-handedly, all of the planet. I'm just picturing like a like a Lion King kind of thing. Like other animals bring him tribute, <laughs> like bring him food and and resources. 